Hello, everybody. I'm so happy that you are joining me today. You are listening to Joyfully You, and I am your host, Kelsey Lowe. Joyfully You dives into connecting with your inner child, your intuition, and letting that guide you in your business and your travels. I've traveled to over 30 countries, and a lot of those countries I've traveled alone. So I discovered so much freedom and liberation in trusting my intuition and learning how to reframe and reprogram my mindset to work for me and be in my favor. And currently I'm working as a business coach and I'm working with women specifically. And I am so excited to be here today to keep that conversation and dialogue going where we can collaborate and we can grow together and we can be able to find the joy in our life and choose to see it. So again, I'm Kelsey Lowe and you are listening to Joyfully You. You know, a lot of people want to have a positive mindset, but they're not willing to take a look at all the positivity that's right in front of them. Be present. Yes, be present. Let yourself be present. Let yourself be here now. And if you can find all of the good things that you have in your life right now by maybe taking a different perspective, like looking at it from another angle, then you can start to generate the happiness feelings that you want. Whatever feelings that you want, you have to be able to find them now because if you can't find them now, you're not going to find them later. It's like the same thing with like people that win the lottery, you know, they win the lottery and they're like, oh yes, I finally, I finally won. But all their feelings of nothing being enough carry on. They still have those. And so there's like studies where people, they blow through the money right away because they still have the mentality. Nothing's enough. I don't have enough. I don't have enough. Um, so yeah, like, uh, Haley, you're right. Gratitude is amazing. And I think that's the first step to everything. Like, sure. We can talk about quitting our jobs and moving across, you know, the world. We can talk about, you know, getting unstuck, but it all comes down to that same thing. Gratitude and the perspective. Cause think about it. How are we supposed to create space for good things to come into our life? If we haven't even dropped into the gratefulness of what we have right now. Cause if we're super grateful for what we have right now, anything else becomes an abundance. You know, that's kind of the definition of abundance. Do you have an excess to have extra? So if we're so grateful for everything we have in our life, everything else becomes extra. Um, so kind of like coming back to getting unstuck, you know, I went through kind of an extremity and, and I don't wish this upon other people to have to go through such an extreme case in order to make a change. But for me, I changed the entire trajectory of my life. And I, I posted on my Instagram earlier today, a picture and talking about how the loss and death has been a huge impact in my life and how each time someone in my life has died, it's changed the trajectory of my life drastically. Hi, Chastity. Good to see you. Thanks for joining. It changed my life drastically. So in 2014, my grandmother passed away. And that was when I was in the midst of being stressed out, like so stressed out working at AT AT&T. And she died very rapidly, like within two weeks. And so hearing all of that and being like, oh my gosh, it puts these things into perspective that what really matters when it comes down to life and death? Like, what do I want to remember about this experience? what would my grandma want me to do? Like, how would my grandma want me to live my life? How do I want to live my life? I think that's the biggest question that people don't ask. How do I want to live my life? What memories do I want to create? You know, what do I want to be able to do that is going to leave a legacy or leave different things? And I think that people don't ask themselves these questions enough. They focus instead on how things aren't going well. And they focus on what's not working. They focus on how they feel stuck. And whenever we put our focus on those things of, you know, I feel stuck in my ways. I feel like I'm a slave to my, so this is, let me just give you a little insight as to what, where my mindset was in 2014. My mindset was, I can never get out of this. My mindset was, this is too good for me to pass up. My mindset was that, I would be stupid to quit this high paying job because this is a job that everyone else wants and I finally got it. And now 
I viewed myself as being ungrateful. Cause I was like, oh my gosh, am I just an ungrateful millennial? Like, is like, you know, I, I hear my grandparents talking about how money is hard to come by. And so then I start absorbing that mindset of, oh, money's hard to come by. I better not do this. But I see other people, I, I saw other people I knew that could travel, that were traveling. I would see on their Instagrams, I would see, and it would just, this boiling fire inside of me where I was like, this is, that's the life I'm supposed to be living. I, I felt so disconnected from my reality and I never uh, felt fulfilled. There were times that I was able to connect with people, but the period of deciding, okay, I'm gonna quit, like I planned for about six months. So if we get down to like the nitty gritty details, I had a mental plan. Okay, I'm quitting at this date. I set a date as to when I was going to give my two weeks notice because I knew that if I didn't set a date, I would say, I'm going to do it later. I'm going to do it later. I'm going to do it later. And the problem with saying we're going to do it later is sometimes we trick ourselves into saying we changed our mind just to avoid actually doing it, actually following through with what we really want because it's scary and we talk ourselves out of it. We, you know, that, that was one of the questions that I had put on the, the poll for researching is, you know, when you decide that you are going to take action on going towards your dreams, what normally happens? And it was, the options was I freeze or I change my mind. And most people said they changed their mind. And I resonate with that because I would change my mind too. I actually didn't even like making big commitments. The first time I was asked to make a 90-day commitment, I freaked out. I was like, I don't want to do that because what if in 90 days it changes and then I'm being held accountable for something that I don't really want to do anymore, you know? I am a recovering people pleaser and a recovering perfectionist. I always used to want every decision to be like calculated, correct, like sure. I wanted to make sure that the things I was doing was going to be guaranteed success. You know, I wanted to make sure that it'd be for sure easy. And the process of deciding to quit my job and move across the world, like because my job was so intense and so demanding, anything felt easier. I imagined anything to be easier than that position and that job. Not because I wanted an easier life, because I knew um, I was meant for more. And I just, and I just had this, I, I also know that there's no wrong way to live life. <laughs> I could have stayed at that job and maybe still be in San Diego working that job and all would have been fine. But there's a lot of experiences that I wouldn't have had. There's a lot of countries I wouldn't have visited. There's a lot of people. What up, Johan? See, see, Joxen, Joxen. I would never have met you if I wouldn't have come to Costa Rica. You know, so there's all these different connections that I think that we take for granted and also that we don't even know we would be missing out on. So if there's something deep within your soul that you know you want to make a change with or you want to take action on or you want to let go you have to lean into those intuitive thoughts. And sometimes it's leaning into the resistance because at the same time you want it, but oh, you're resisting it because it's scary. It's scary, you know, to, to do something new. Um, and so when I finally did tell my boss like, hey, I quit, it was, she, her face lit up guys. She was so excited for me and she wasn't even mad. I was worried she was going to be mad. Like, Oh, I'm betraying her, you know? And I told her I'm putting in my two weeks notice. I'm going to be moving to Costa Rica to be a teacher. You know, I, I didn't just like quit and move and have $0 in my bank account. No, I planned. I prepared a little bit. I had some savings. I had paid for a program to get my license, uh, license to teach English as a foreign language. So I had some security blanket. And I think that with traveling, a lot of people assume everyone just goes for it without any type of net. Everyone has a net, you know, whether that be for me, it was a program that that first month I knew I was going to be living with a family. Granted, I got there and I saw the family house that I was going to be living in. And I was like, nope, no, thank you. And I went to them and I was able to get a credit because I just didn't feel comfortable in the homestay. Not that the homestay wasn't great. Like I know a lot of people that did it, but at that time I had more money to have other options. So I decided to get an apartment and it was like $400 a month, but it was this big, beautiful apartment. And so 
But I wasn't able to get those type of answers until I showed up. Like I had to show up. And I think that's like the underlining current of all of this message right now. You have to show up. Whatever it is that you want in your life, you have to first ask for it. You have to proclaim that you want it. You know, some people are afraid to even say what they want. You know, whatever your burning dream, your burning desire is, you know, for example, if you want to move up to Oakland and learn how to grow marijuana, like whatever it is, show up for it, declare that you want it, know and be clear in your mind of how you want to help people when you're doing it and show up with love. Because if you continuously show up over and over about, um, whatever your message is. I mean, it doesn't have to be like this, like where you have a podcast and you're on your phone, but show up for, okay, if you're interested in growing marijuana, I'm just using this as an example because I have a close friend that has this same thing. Um, you got, you got to put yourself out there a little bit. Maybe see if there's other legal growers in the area. Maybe see if there's any opportunities where you can learn more about the health benefits of it. You know, whatever it might be, putting yourself out there and showing up to the occasion through and through. Um, and also just trusting in the world, trusting that things are going to work out exactly as they're supposed to, because quitting a job or leaving home or traveling to a new country, it can be very scary because it's unknown. Like that fear of the unknown can be crippling because we want to have answers. We want to have security. We want to have stability. We want to know that there's a backup plan and that everything's going to be okay. But the truth is that's not always the case, but it can be, you know, like, yeah, I can't guarantee that if you quit your job and go start traveling, that a hundred percent is going to work out. Why? Because your definition of working out and my definition of working out is very different. You know, the outcome that we view as being the successful outcome or the right outcome is going to be different for each person. And it's super important to release expectations. You know, when we're creating plans for our life and when we're creating, um, goals, we have to have clear intention as to what we're going to do to get it and why we want it, but we cannot hold on to expectations of how we want it to look, of how it should pan out, how the outcome should look, you know, how much money you should make. It's those shoulds. Be careful when you're using the word should throughout conversation, you know, is that coming up over and over where you're like, oh, he shouldn't have said that, or I shouldn't have gone there. You know, that's just kind of playing with regret of the past or the future, you know, instead of just being present and noticing the moment now that whatever happens is supposed to happen and you get to show up 100% throughout the process. So you know that you gave your 100%. And part of that positive mindset is really recognizing what you, what's in your control and what's not. If you can't control it at all, oh, girl, why are you giving it so much energy? Like recognize the things you put your energy into. Oh, I just went on such a tangent. But the original topic of this discussion was is you know getting unstuck and feeling like you are the master creator of your own life. Um, and sometimes, that, and, and for a lot of people, it's not going to mean quitting your job to try something new. It could mean taking things off your plate so you can add more things that make you really happy onto your plate. Whatever it is that really brings you immense joy, you want to do more of, you want to lean into, you want to make time because that's self-care time. And especially for women in business, and women out there that have goals and have ambitions, we have to have a balance of our feminine and masculine energies. And what I mean by that is when we're in our masculine energy, it's go, 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 go. It's the strategy. It's the implementation. It's the fearless you know, ways of pursuing your business. And everyone has to have that masculine energy if you run a business, period. Everyone does. But it's balancing that feminine energy. That's that creative flow. You know, you hear people use the word flow all the time. And it's true because how do you let yourself get into that creative flow? How do you let yourself um, just be and self-care moments? Like 
my self-care is the gym in the morning. I, I don't normally schedule appointments till about nine or 10 to do anything because I love waking up early. I love having my mornings and I have kind of a routine, you know, just talking about it kind of lights me up. And so whatever it is for you, you have to make sure that you have time for yourself to make yourself happy in order to feel balanced in your life, period. doesn't matter what you do. You have to create time for yourself and do things that make your soul happy that aren't affecting other people. Like I prefer people to have some type of activity that they do alone because I think being okay alone is the most important thing there is because we spend most of our life up here. So it better be a good place to be, you know, it better be a comfortable and happy place, a peaceful place. And when we can't find peace within our own mind, we naturally go searching for peace from other people and love from other people. And so we will be like, oh, sorry, I'm pressing too many buttons. So we all of a sudden focus so much on what other people can do for us because we're searching for the things we're not able to fulfill ourselves. And this was something that I learned on accident. I mean, I was always with my friends or with my boyfriends or with this or with that, you know, in college. And once I started traveling, I was by myself a lot. And there were times where I didn't know how to be by myself. I had to learn how to be by myself. I had to learn to find the inside of my mind as a peaceful place. Kind of, I, I it's the gremlins. So I call them gremlins. It's those little voices inside that are whispering those sweet negative nothings, the, yeah, but what if you fail? Or, yeah, but what if everyone makes fun of you because you look stupid? You know, it's it's that little voice that you, do you just want to be like, hey, yeah, go fuck yourself. Thanks. Bye. You know, that's the little voice I'm talking about. I call those the little gremlins. And so when you ever, whenever you have those little gremlins that are like talking to you, oh, yay, hearts. Thanks. I just got some hearts from you guys. Whenever you have those little gremlins that are talking to you, you get to be like, hmm, thanks for your input, but no thank you. You know, it's that conversation with yourself. You know, people always think like me, myself, and I, like that's not a joke. Like we have this internal dialogue of thing that's constantly going on. It's that internal voice. And even while you're listening to someone talk, you're still forming an opinion, a thought, an agreement. You have all these different things that are coming through in your mind that it makes sense why it would be weird all of a sudden being alone and learning how to have the peace alone because we're not bouncing our identity off of anyone else because we are the identity. It's so it comes down to that question, you know, who is Kelsey? Who is Chastity? Who is Alex? You know, all of these different ideas and things in our head that sometimes we have never asked ourselves. Being able to be clear with the identity of who we are. And once we're clear about who we are, that's like one step closer to being unstuck and feeling unstuck in our reality. Because a lot of the times, if you feel stuck in this reality, you're going to feel stuck in another reality. And so if you're chasing after something, hoping it's going to solve the problem, it's going to follow you. I'm sorry. I wish that I could tell you that's not the case, but most of the time it's going to follow you because we have to fix whatever's going on up here. Because if we're feeling stuck in our life, we're probably feeling stuck in our minds as well. You know, everything is a reflection of something else and everything's a reflection of everything. If there's, if I'm showing up in my life in one area, a certain way, you know, like maybe at work, like for me, I would show up at work where I would just kind of like do what I needed to do. And I wanted to do great, but I didn't know how to strategically prioritize my time. So I was always running around in circles. And so the fact that I was running around in circles at my job, looking back, I wouldn't agree in the moment, you know, in 2014, I would say you're full of shit, but looking back right now, most areas of my life, I was running around in circles. You know, nothing's ever like a one-off situation where it's just at work or it's just at home or it's just in this relationship or it's just in this sale with this client. No, it's always showing up in multiple areas. We're creatures of habit. That's just how it is. Um, And so kind of going back to the story of when I quit my job, I did give myself like a six month window where I had deliberate time to where I'm like, I'm going to save, I'm going to put money aside. I'm going to find, um, 
I'm going to find a place I want to go. The only two requirements I really had was Spanish and tropical. I wanted to be sitting on the beach, learning Spanish. You know, I was in San Diego. I lived with two girls that are Colombian that really, really knew Spanish. And I was jealous. That's pretty much the bottom line. I was jealous. I wanted to be able to connect with a culture and connect with them on that level. So that was a huge inspiration for me. So I used a company called Language Corps. I don't even know, to be honest, if they're still in business. I'm guessing they are. Hi, Cody. Thanks for joining. So I used a company called Language Corps, and I talked to them on the phone for a while. Like We went through a lot of different locations and narrowing it down with tropical and um, Spanish, it narrowed down to Costa Rica. And so don't think that when I first went to Costa Rica, I had no plan and just showed up. You know, some people think, oh, I could never do that. Yeah, because it's not realistic. Like, why should you do that? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Um, I had somewhat of a plan. You know, I had that first month figured out. And then after that, I was going to figure it out. And I did. Because a lot of the times with these Central American places and these South American places, it's harder to do things online. You know, our generation, we want to have everything done online. We want the instant gratification of everything being booked. You know, I know that there's certain personality styles out there that the thought of an unplanned vacation sounds like absolute hell. Like, I know it's okay. There's some people out there that are like that. You can plan, you know, you can plan, but you also need to give yourself some leeway to just be in experience and be open to things shifting and adapting to that shift. Because like when I first got to Costa Rica, I thought that I was going to travel around the whole country and do like a whole bunch of different things. But once I got there, the reality of it kind of changed a little bit. I actually liked that exact location I was in, you know? And so don't, oh my gosh, it's coming full circle to expectations. You can't put high expectations or just expectations on general in things that you can't control. Like if you can't control it, how can you expect to know the outcome? So only focus on the things that you can control. Oh my gosh, this podcast is going to be all over because I keep like moving, going back and forth. Um, Only focus on the things that you can control. And so whether that be changing careers, I mean, whether that be quitting your job and moving to Costa Rica, whatever it might be, be clear on your intentions as to why you are doing that. But whatever the outcome is, sure, you can have an intention, you can have a goal for what you want the outcome to be, but be open to the possibility that it's going to be different. Like you're still getting what you want at the end of the day, but it's going to be different um, because we don't have all the answers. And wouldn't life be so freaking boring if we did? It would be so boring if we had all the answers. Um, So yeah, I did it through Language Corps and then once I got there, you know, we had someone picked me up from the airport. Like they had all the details figured out, like all those details that I feel like a lot of people really get hung up on. And they're like, yeah, but what about this? And what about this? And what about this? Don't worry about this stuff. There's, there's professionals out there that are going to take care of it for you. So you can let them take care of it and you just focus on you man, maybe we should do like a podcast just about like what to pack in a backpack when you're doing a long-term trip. But that's totally different. That's much more like tactical, not really mindset stuff. Um, And a lot of it is trusting in yourself. Trusting that if you had a, a feeling that the situation you were in before wasn't where you were supposed to be and wasn't your true potential and the direction that you're going is aiding in you going towards your dream direction, you know, your dream life, you're being able to have the lifestyle that you want. You just got to trust that things don't always happen as quickly as we want them to happen. You know, instant gratification is literally ingrained into our culture. Anything you want there's an app for it, for you to get it like right now, for you to get it like yesterday. You know, I want something on Amazon. I can have it on my door by tomorrow, by 5 PM. Like it's ludicrous. It is just nuts. And guess what? Success doesn't work that way. You know, there's going to be times where you have small wins in your business and you're really excited, or, you know, you have that, that certain barrier that you've broken in making money, But the long-term success, you got to be in it for the long game. You got to be in it for 
pushing through. And I mean, even me myself, I'm still experiencing this where I, I fight against my inclinations to want everything and want it right now. And I have to accept, okay, this is going to take time. Okay. This is going to take a little bit of moment. Like this is going to take more than a day. You know, like Rome wasn't built overnight. We, we hear that quote all the time, but it comes especially true when it comes to, to building a business and growing a business and starting a business. Um, I think a lot of people will start and then they get burnt out because it's not the results that they expected. You know, again, with those expectations, it's not the results they expected. So they change their mind. So they, they back out. They're like, actually, this isn't what I want because they, most of the time that happens when they have expectations for the wrong things. They just want to make money or they just want the fame or they thought it would, Ooh, this was the, this is the best one. They thought it was going to be really easy. I thought this was going to be easier. I just, you know, want to have my business and like get some money. <laughs> oh God, I think it's getting late. I'm getting weird. Um, you know, that just doesn't work that way. You have to be super clear on who you want to help and why you want to help them. Like, I believe that humans are creatures of servitude. You know, we want to be of service. You know, there's a reason why giving is so amazing because someone has to get in order to give. And the person who gives gets to feel all those good feelings. You're like, yes, I gave, I helped that person. You know, being able to help someone is the best feeling ever. So be clear on who you want to help and why you want to help them. Because that reason why is so important. Because then in those times where you're just feeling burnt out or you're like wondering why you're doing what you're doing or you're like, why did I choose the hard route when I could just go get a job? Because sure, that's the easier route is, is just getting a job. Everything you're saying is so connecting. Oh, I'm so glad, Chastity. I'm so glad because it is easier just to go out and get a job. It's not easier to go create something and do it yourself. So it's so important to be in it for the long game. And even like with relationships, I mean, you could apply this towards relationships too. Hi, hi Bogdis. How are you? John knows all about this because I actually worked with John at AT&T. So he knew me actually before I did this extensive travel. Um, I mean, he could probably say like, I was kind of neurotic. Like when I worked at AT&T because I was always so stressed that I was like, forgetting something because I was, I was always forgetting something. And so I never felt like on top of it, but it's also due to the fact that I had expectations that I was going to walk into it being like this perfect boss lady, you know, that's just like a whole load of crap, you know, like that doesn't happen. It's that learning process. I think that people refuse to let themselves go get into that learning process or that, that learning stage, you know, everyone wants to be an expert in quite frankly, you can, like you can look up YouTube videos and learn how to do something and learn how to do it really well. But when it comes to experience with people and business and I mean, even management, that shit doesn't just happen overnight. Like you can't, you don't just walk into it and all of a sudden you're great. You know, it takes uh, time to let yourself grow, let yourself learn, let yourself be the learner because if we deny ourselves like, oh, I, I, I'm frustrated because I want to know it all right now. And we don't, and if we don't let ourselves be the learner, then we're going to be frustrated. We're going to be pissed. We're going to be upset because we want it all and we want it now. So patience is going to be a huge aspect in getting unstuck because once you're unstuck and you're making, and also just think about like visualizing being stuck. Like, what does that mean? Like to be stuck means that there's no movement. So I would say the first thing in becoming unstuck is taking some type of action, some type of movement. And, you know, asking yourself, what am I capable of doing now to get me closer to my goal? You know, maybe it's making a phone call or looking at a website or watching a YouTube video. Just get that curiosity started and don't be afraid to be a learner. Don't be afraid to be in a completely new position you've never been in before because that's when magic really starts to happen because there's a, there's a reason why a part of you is drawn towards starting something or drawn towards changing careers or drawn towards a specific field of work. There's a reason for it. And the reason is 
you were, you were meant to learn about it. Like I'm a big advocate of being a learner and just like learning without expectation, explore and exploring and just staying super curious. You know, that, that was also something that like I thought about for a podcast name, like joyfully you, it fit, you know, I want people to learn how to be joyful on their own, not as a reflection of other people, but but be able to really recognize their own beautiful gifts. Um, but also stay curious. Like that's a huge thing for me. Stay curious because when we stay curious, what we're telling the universe is, Hey, I'm open to learn. I'm curious as to what other people have to offer because we're in the day and age that we are transitioning into learning from other human beings, not learning from institutions. Like there's a lot of people that are just getting personal coaches instead of going to college because they know specifically the area they want to go in. I'm not saying that I like believe in that or don't like, I think that it's great doing both. You know, I know a lot of successful people that didn't go to college for me, my personality style, the, the classes that I absorbed the most were the classes about communication. And here I am like talking about ways to deepen our communication uh, within ourselves. That's basically what it is. It's how to get super clear on the voices and the thoughts and the intuition and how to decipher when it's, you know, gremlins or the fear talking to you. And how do you decipher when it's the, the creator speaking to you, the highest form of yourself, you know, the, the highest potential within yourself, that intuition. So it's deciphering between the two and listening to those voices. Um, and I kind of lost my train of thought. <laughs> I got so into talking about that and thinking about the gremlins that I kind of forgot what that original tangent was even on. Um, and I think it was kind of more just on being comfortable being alone and learning how to be at peace within our own mind and learning how to not judge ourselves. I think that's the biggest thing is people have an idea or they're excited to do something, but they're judging themselves before they even give themselves the opportunity to try it. Like they have the idea and then they shoot it down within their mind. Like I went through that. I had so many ideas, but then I would shoot it down because I'm like, ah, that's silly. Like that's too out there or, oh, no one's ever done it. So I don't think it's possible. You know, just cause no one's done it doesn't mean it's not possible. It just means no one's done it yet. That's all it is. Not place expectations. Yeah. Not judging ourselves, not setting expectations. Like you have no idea how many people I've talked to that like they're two months into their business and they don't understand why they aren't like pulling in five figure months. It's like, well, dude, what's, why, why did you start this business? Was it just for money? You know, like they have these high expectations of what they think it's supposed to be and what it should be, but they have to get clear as to who they're helping and why they're helping them and why they're different. You know, that's something, that's a process I put myself through all the time. I ask myself, okay, who is my ideal woman that I get to serve What problems do I solve for her? And what experiences have I had and feelings that I had that I was able to work through and how did I work through them so I can create a way to help other people? Because that is for me my calling. It is to help empower people. And it's through my own pain that I've learned my purpose because I myself have felt so disempowered in my relationships and within my job and feeling like, oh my gosh, I requested vacation like five times when I worked for AT&T and it, the vacation just kept getting denied and was filled with like, oh, I'm sorry, we just really need you because it's the iPhone launch, because it's this, because it's that. Like there was always something. What's up, Emily? Sending you love. And Emily and I, we met when we were in Peru teaching English. So actually we first met in Costa Rica. And so, you know, by saying yes to life. And when I had an idea to do something, I actually took action. I mean, it didn't happen overnight. It was a six month process before I even quit my job. And then after that, it was just a continuous process. Um, but you know, I wouldn't have met like Emily, thanks for joining. I wouldn't have met her if it, if I wouldn't have continued to follow that, that desire to travel, to learn, to explore, to 
put myself in uncomfortable positions over and over and over again. Like I literally made that, I think for most of 2014, like even on my Instagram bio, it says taking deliberate action to be uncomfortable. You know, like I, I wanted to be comfortable with the uncomfortable. And then all of a sudden it was comfortable. All of a sudden I felt comfortable speaking Spanish and talking to people and I didn't have expectations because I was so surprised each time I went somewhere that I just expected to be surprised. You know, I had expectations to have no expectations, if that makes sense. Um, so being able to travel and being able to like really find inner peace within your, your career and within your lifestyle really comes with getting clear on exactly what kind of lifestyle you want, because it doesn't, if you just know what you don't want, okay, that's helpful. But what do you want? You know, you got to flip it reverse. Like, yeah, I understand you don't want to be tired all the time. You don't want to be burned out from work. You don't want to feel like a slave to your job. So flip it. Instead of focusing on all of those things that are kind of negative, what do you want? You know, I do want to be in charge of my own time. I do want to feel like liberated. I do want to be able to create, you know, Emily, I love you too. And so whatever it is that you do want, you got to focus on that and you got to find areas within your life that you already have it. Like I swear to you, that's the key to everything is finding peace and joy and gratitude in your current life situation. Cause I swear life is just it, the world and the universe and God is just responding to whatever's already happening up here. So if in your mind you feel like you got the short end of the stick and everything is shit, I'm sorry, but it will continue to grow that you have the short end of the stick and and it just will, that'll grow. Whatever you focus on grows. So if you focus on the things that you do have that are great, the things that you do like, the things that are working for you, and then notice, okay, yeah, this isn't working for me. This type of job isn't working for me and take some action. Go online and kind of look at some job posts. You know, if you have a job idea or a side hustle thing you want to do, take small action towards it coming to fruition and coming in existence. Like you, you can't expect things to just boom happen. You have to put in some effort. And I think a lot of people are afraid of how hard things could actually be. Yeah, it's hard, but when you're working towards your passion, it's freaking amazing. Emily said, so glad you're doing so many awesome things in your life. I miss you a lot. Emily, I miss you too. Can you believe like that it's been two years since Peru that we were like sitting? I don't know. It's nuts. We shared an apartment together and had the most amazing uh, rooftop and balcony. And we had like a lot of fun times. Like me and Emily are definitely like the entertainers. We wanted to have everyone over. We wanted to have like our big group. It was all other, all a bunch of other English teachers. And so I think that that was a big thing too, of being able to be surrounded. When I was teaching English in Peru, I got to meet all of these other people that were teaching English as well, that spoke English as well, but we're from all different countries. Like we had a girl from South Africa. She actually lived with us for a while. Um, and not, quite a few people from South Africa, actually. Um, England, Australia. Uh, what was that? Tropical Trinidad. Remember, I think Julie, she was from Trinidad. So all these, so the reason I'm bringing that up is when you subject yourself to people with different types of experiences, people that are not like you, you get a different perspective. And I think it's really important to acknowledge that you can learn about different people and you can disagree without being disagreeable. And so it's learning to hear other people's perspective and be like, oh, cool. But we don't have to take it as our identity. You know, we can just learn different things. And I learned a lot from those teachers. I was in community with them. You know, we talked and hung out all the time as a group, especially being in a foreign country, you naturally are going to find other expats. And like what an expat is, is an expatriate. It's someone that has left their home country and is living in another country. So if you're thinking about becoming an expat, Know that you're going to find other expats. Like it's that whole law of attraction thing. You know, we are English speakers. 
So we're going to attract other English speakers into our lives. You know, it's not realistic that you're only going to be with a bunch of Peruvians. I mean, if you speak fluent Spanish, it's possible for sure, because you're in Peru. Um, but I think that's another thing too. People, when they think about traveling, they're, they're scared that they're going to be alone. You know, they're scared they're not going to have anybody. Um, and with that, because you, again, it's kind of focusing on what you can control and what you can't focus on the fact that you don't know if you're going to find a bunch of friends or not. So why would you fill it with negative affirmations that, oh, I'm not going to find anyone if you really have no idea. So I guess that's, if you can control the situation, great, control it, do it. Do we need to do? If you can't control the situation, that's when affirmations really come into play where, you know, for example, instead of, oh, I might not find any good friends is I'm going to find great, amazing people that are connected to me in my vibration, connected to me in my mental mentality. You know, it's using those positive affirmations within your daily conversations, you know, cause when we're talking to our friends, all of our fears come out, but it doesn't mean you have to speak them. We're so much more powerful than we give ourselves credit for that. We will speak whatever's coming up. So if you're scared that you're not going to make it, whatever that means to you, I'm scared I'm not going to make it. Don't say it out loud because you are just confirming to the universe that, oh, she's probably not ready to make it. But if you say, I'm going to make this, I got this, whatever happens is happens for me. It's going to be all good. Then that will be the case. Things will happen because you've happened for you and things will work out because you've already decided that's the outcome. So no matter what, if you don't have expectations about it, no matter what, you are going to be happy about the outcome because you've decided that it works out. You've decided that it's going to be okay. You've decided that anything that happens is supposed to happen as it should because you can't control it anyways. Now, if it's something within your own life that you are actually the only person in control of it, that's a whole different story, mama. That's a whole different story and you know it. So I don't have to really say much on that. Like if it's something that you're fully in control of, make micro goals to get there. Because don't plan one day that you're going to complete everything that you need to get done. Make micro goals that help lead up to completing that task or getting to that specific position that you want or where you want to go or maybe a a business you want to launch and know that if you're in it and it's really something that's contributing to your heart and your purpose, that you got to be in it for the long haul. You got to be in it for the long game. You got to be willing to show up 100% and it's going to be a roller coaster, but it's going to be so damn fulfilling. It's going to be so worth it. Like so worth it. And it's a roller coaster for a reason that goes up and down and then around because every day is different. Like we're human beings. Our energy levels are going to be different. And so especially for me being an entrepreneur and working from home and being in control of my own schedule, like I manage my day 100% myself. So that's a lot of responsibility. And I don't think that I would have been ready in past times to really manage my time the way that I do. Because in the past, I let other things rule my mind. For example, like a couple, like I used to be really addicted to cigarettes. And so my time would always be spent evolving around when I can fit in cigarette time. It wasn't on purpose. I was addicted. <laughs> like that was just what was happening. Um, Twisted Mastery Paisley. Hey guys, thanks for joining. Um, I love your questions. I love your comments. Feel free to like be involved. Um, so now being completely in control of my own time, it's a lot of responsibility, but at the same time, it's so rewarding because I can work at my own pace and my own pace is actually pretty quick. I like things to be fast paced. I like things to be super action packed, but I have to lean into more of the flow of things and lean into being patient because things don't happen overnight. Don't get me wrong. I totally want them to because I want everything now and but I recognize that like that instant gratification that I have within my job shows up in other areas of my life. So instead of saying, oh, I'm so bad at patience or I'm so bad at this. No, 
I, it's, it's reframing. I get to focus on being patient. And that's something that I'm really conscious of too within my languaging is saying the word have to. I don't ever say it. I don't. Because I don't believe I have to do anything. Everything is either a choice or it's not. I either get to do it or I don't. Because if we really break it down, like for instance, something, if I were to say have to, I would use it towards my bedroom. Right now, it is so messy. And it's like messy with clean things. It's like piles of my laundry clean that I just need to put away. Like I have all of my hangers like stacked up. I just need to hang up my clothes. You know, I mean, like even listening to myself talk, I'm like, it's so simple. So I have to, but I don't like to use have to because if I break it down, like, okay, what would happen if I didn't clean my room? It would get worse, you know? And if it got worse, how would I feel? Well, I would feel really upset because I wouldn't be able to find my clothes and everything would be unorganized and I would feel like scattered, you know? So it's breaking it down. So do I really have to clean my room or do I get to clean my room so I don't feel scattered, so I don't feel unorganized, so I don't feel like it's lingering, you know? So if we decide to say everything in our life we get to do or we choose not to, it changes so much because then all of a sudden, we're in control. It's all about our languaging and how we phrase things and how we decide to look at them because our brains are like computers. They can be programmed. They can be reprogrammed. They can, we can get downloads. You know, like I always joke that when I'm at the gym and I'm in the shower, that's when I get the most downloads, probably because it's when I'm like not consuming, you know, any type of media. I'm just thinking and like exerting, you know, with working out, I'm literally sweating. I'm literally detoxing and with showering, I'm cleansing, I'm restoring. So it kind of makes sense now that I put it like that. Um, but just looking at how you talk about your own day. Cause seriously, how many times a day do you say, Oh, I have to do this. Oh, I have to call this person. I have to do this. I have to do that. I have to do this. All of a sudden it creates this victim mentality that you are just at will to all of the things you have to do. And that's just not the case because We get to live our life how we want to live our life. And everything in our life that we view we have to do, just decide that you get to do it. You get to do it. Because I guarantee if you and I were to get on the phone one-on-one and break it down, well, what would happen if you did it? Well, how would you feel if that happened? How would you feel if that happened? It's going to lead down to really horrible things that you don't want. So it's like, well, actually, I get to do that. I get to help my parents. I get to do X. I, I get to respond to emails. I get to apply to a job. I get to. So then all of a sudden, how does that feel that just everything feels like a freaking gift? Cause we get to do it, that we're capable and we are willing and we are able, like we're right here, ready to do it. So another, another big one. So have to, and get to take note of what's coming out of your beautiful mouth. Okay. Take note. Because our words define our reality, and so more often than not, we actually, everyone type that in the box right now. Type, I get to. I get to. And maybe type something that you have to do this week or tomorrow or this weekend. You know, I'll even type it. I'll even type it myself. I get to something that I have to do. I, let's see, I get to go to the insurance agency and do my car insurance. I get to. And you want to know why I get to? Because uh, I have a car and that's a freaking blessing. I get to get insurance because I'm blessed to be able to afford it. Like if we, you know what I mean? Like if we really break things down to that level of I get to because everything's a freaking blessing. Well, guess what? You're going to attract more and more and more blessings because you're keep, you're, you've just decided that you're open to receiving them because you're already taking note of the things that you have right now. Chastity, I get to hike tomorrow. Hell yeah, girl. Yes, you do. You get to hike tomorrow. You get to explore. You get to get your body moving and working. So I want you to think about that when you're feeling, if, if you're feeling stuck in an area of your life, whether that be a relationship or your job or your 
desire to travel that's not being fulfilled, whatever it is, know that you are in control of deciding your responses in your life and deciding your actions. No one can make you feel anything and no one can make you do anything. I mean, of course, if we were to get down to like really sad stuff, yeah, there's things that people can make you do. But I'm talking about like a day-to-day life. Twisted Mastery said, I get to work and be with my little boy since he is off school. Yeah, like what a freaking blessing. You get to work because you have an amazing job. Like, and I don't care what it is, it's an amazing job because you're doing it, because you get to be there, you know? And so I don't think that living a fulfilling life requires you to have this dream life that is set with all these expectations. When I constantly talk about your dream life, I'm talking about having it be beautiful right now and the life of your dreams based off how you feel and the life of your dreams and you can work towards it and create it. Let's see. Oh my gosh. Hi, Chastity. Um, Paisley said, I get to reveal this year's yearbook to the school. That's an amazing thing. Like that's a, that's like a real get to, cause it's like, I can tell, I can tell you're excited. You really get to, oh, I'm glad that you brought up work. You know, that you had said, I get to go to work. I, I, I get to be with my little boy. Um, because I've heard so many people be like, oh my God, I have to go to work tomorrow. I hate this. But at the end of the day, they're not being forced to go. They're choosing to go. So the moment we change our languaging to putting it into our control, it's like our confidence boosts. I want to like sit up tall, but I'm afraid that my microphone's not going to pick up very good audio. So just imagine as if (sighs) we sit a little taller because then all of a sudden we feel like we're the ones in control and that really shifts things from being unstuck. So I just want to thank you guys for joining. I'm going to end it here. And to be honest, like Facebook just gave me a two minute timer. So I guess this is like the length of Facebook lives I'm able to do. Um, And yeah, two minutes will be an hour. Holy shit. I just went live on Instagram for an hour. Thanks for joining me, you guys. I love all of you. Thank you for listening to my rants and be aware of your languaging. Be aware of how you talk about your life, how you talk about your day, how you talk about the things that you have to do. Um, And I totally look forward to talking with you again. And you are listening to Joyfully You podcast. Podcast.